everybody, and welcome to Tell Me Where I'm Going. I'm your author, Krista Luca, and let's just get it right out of the way right up top. I don't have a chapter episode for you today. I'm sorry. I tried to make it happen, but unfortunately, my wife and collaborator Lori is out of town, uh, and so weren't able to coordinate the schedules for, for getting this recorded on time, so... Uh, it's just going to be another author update. Uh, but just another author update is doing this episode disservice because I will be talking to Grant Glidden, a fantastic musician and a, and a dear close friend. And you'll be hearing that interview in just a second. But I do want to say that writing is well underway. This final chapter. Boy, what a tough nut to crack. This is... This is you guys have thrown down the gauntlet. Bob Dylan's mom is the clown. And the, this is the ending. All of it has to make sense. This is a new character related to an existing character and a mother. It's all very complicated. So it's happening, though. I'm getting through it. I'm, I'm writing it. It's the thing. I My tone of voice is like a... This weird, bombastic thing that I'm doing right now. So you know things are going all right. So, wait another week. And it'll give, give just a little, even more time to, to, to write it uh, and, and make it as, as good as possible. But until then, please. I have a great interview with Grant. And on the topic, as always, of creativity. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Very excited to welcome our next artist. I'm going to be having a very personal conversation with. Let me do no more ado and welcome Mr. Grant Glidden. Grant, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, for for long-term listeners, no, but just to catch everyone up to speed, what this series is, is we talk to artists about their process and really get into what makes them tick and how they create their art because I want to steal that information. <laughs> so before we dive into that, Grant, yeah, please tell the people what kind of art you do. I am a musician. I make musical art. Um, mm. I go by, my, my stage name is Grant Swift, um, which is my middle name, Swift, so... Oh, so you're saying that I, I didn't introduce you properly. I, I gave you the, the, the wrong intro. Yeah, everyone stopped listening because they were like, who's this Grant Glenn guy? Oh, if oh I it's called. Grant Swift. Everyone, everyone knows you as Grant knows, Swift. Yeah, okay. Right. They, well, <laughs> this is already starting off contentious. <laughs> but let's, let's move past that. Um, okay, Mr. Swift. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, uh, when you wake up in the morning, and I presume you wake up in the morning. I, most musicians don't, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you do. Mm. Uh, when you wake up in the morning, what do you do to, to kind of kickstart your creative juices? How do you get into the zone? Uh, good question. I Because I'm trying to figure that out myself. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I should be doing. I uh, Well, regardless of what you should be doing, I, right. what are you doing? Well, what I am doing usually is I'm, um, I'm usually 
thinking through a lot of things. My mm. mind tends to start to race in the morning mm. uh, these days. And um, But I've been trying to just channel that into getting um, getting my guitar and sitting down and, and playing. And so sometimes that's just practicing something, um, doing some kind of rote scales or things that are just to get the fingers uh, muscle memory going. Right. Uh, or um, sometimes it's trying to figure out a melody that maybe is bouncing around my head or um, hearing something that I maybe like, yeah, sometimes I, I dream musically a lot. So I'll have like, whoa, kind whoa, of whoa. A... you dream music. <laughs> like you'll wake up and be like, oh man, I had this crazy dream where I was, you know, taking out my landlord's garbage, but it was to this tune and you, you yeah. got a whole song in your head. Yeah. Yeah. That wow. Landlord's garbage is, is an inspiration. Um, yeah, I yeah I'll wake up with uh, tunes sometimes. I've definitely there's a, definitely a few songs I've written that are almost uh, there's yeah there's a couple songs I've written that are almost like entirely I'm pretty sure were almost entirely composed in my head. Wow, while I was dreaming, um, and the the trick the it happens much more frequently than like I often wake up with something in my head, but it's like any dream you can't always remember them. Sure. You know? So like it's it by the time you come to the the kind of musical capacity of whatever I'm thinking about has diminished and disappeared into the ether most of the time. But that that one percent where you're able to hang on to it—that's mm. what the—that's where the gold is. So, so, you're, so really, what what you're talking about is your process is to sleep, is. and, and you're, <laughs> you you need to get your ideas. While, so maybe yeah. to to increase your productivity. You should be sleeping through the morning. Yeah. You wake up at noon or wake, wake up time for dinner. Who cares? You're doing the work. Yeah. I think, well, I think there's that, that, uh, I relate to that a lot because the, that idea, because the, um, uh, cause I think the, the, the irony of doing, of sit, of getting up and doing like rote kind of practice mm. is that, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just to keep those keep the things oiled so that like you can fall into the kind of unconscious right writing art state that everyone i think who uh creates any kind of art really wants to get to like that space where you're kind of in flow you're not really thinking about anything you have to you can't be thinking once you're in flow but you have to be doing the the kind of exercises to grease the wheels right so i think in a way it is like being asleep you have to you have to like you have to just uh you know when when things are really working well, most of the time, sometimes you can like write stuff very consciously. I think and like definite, determined. Uh, but a lot of times it's just you know zoning out in a way. Like, okay, I so I like this, and I'm I'm kind of excited by that because um, I've been doing something very similar. I've been physically greasing myself. <laughs> Um, just like on the regular for unrelated reasons and then just kind of going into a fugue state and just, I'm actually not sure what I do, but um, I, I'm hoping that some art comes out of that. So you're giving me hope yeah. uh, that, you know, that process can really lead to something uh, really magical. Um, well, that, well, that's fascinating. So now, you, so you say you're a musician and um, I have no reason to disbelieve you. Uh, you're, you're you're gigging. You're doing shows. You're 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 showing up for people uh, in a, in a kind of a sonic way. Now, what happens? You know, if you're hired to go perform uh, uh, some some piece of music, let's say, uh, and it's not your own work, how do you? What's your process 
for, for even doing that. That's You're not creating something out of whole cloth, but you have to replicate this. It's, mm-hmm. um, some might say a cover. Yeah. Uh, how, do you, how do you go about that? So, yeah, so I play, uh, I play a lot of covers. I make m- most of my income these days by just um, by doing that. I go play private events. I'll play bars and restaurants and um, places where people want to hear covers. And I know a lot of uh, cover songs from like mid-century through today. But, mm-hmm. yes, I get re- specific requests for things that people want to hear sometimes. And I, um, my process for that is really just... Um, try to have fun with it and so Mm. i give people a disclaimer in my in my contract these days that says uh you know i all my arrangements are original not everything will sound exactly like the you know the version that you know and love i mostly play as a solo singer and guitarist and i'll use like um i've got some drums samples and keyboards that i that i use on a little midi controller that i bring with me so i can like fill out the sound and be a quote-unquote one-man band Mm. but um i uh but for the most part i'm you know i'm singing and playing guitar so if uh someone wants to hear uh walk the moons shut up and dance uh you know it's it, it still sounds pretty good, but it's it's it's, it's, it's an interpretation. Full, You're doing your own spin, right? But it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna be like uh, the same song you hear in the club, like. And so, right, uh, I know I know that ahead of time, and so I'm like, all right, what's what do I like about this original song? What it, what speaks about it? To, what speaks to me uh, about it? And what can I do to kind of translate that into? just guitar and voice and have fun with it because um, nothing's yeah it's not nothing's worse than like playing a song that you really just can't have any fun fun with now this is now this is interesting because you're saying your process here for covers is is mostly uh, contractual you're you're kind of writing <laughs> contracts to say hey i'm gonna have fun with it i'm gonna do my own thing with it which is actually really, uh, I think, uh, a good thing to, to put in legal writing. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, lots of times, you know, jobs are not fun. And I think if more people wrote that into their clauses in their right. contracts, you know, like for, forget the Van Halen M&M color thing. Right. You got to write in, if I'm not having fun, yeah. uh, you know, I can, I can walk out. Right. I, yeah. Even if I, even if I break, you know, all these clauses in our contract, you, right. I'm going to still have fun. That's right. That's, that's that's the that's that's the message. That's the bottom too. line. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, um, you're uh, in in the music space. I feel like there's a, you know a lot of a lot of new things happening. Kids are doing lots of uh, electronica, EDM, <laughs> BDSM, lots of different things like that. Um, are you tapped into the youth? Music is such a youth-focused <laughs> thing. Is there is there different processes that the youth do with their laptops and their <laughs> and their buttons and, and all that? That because uh, you're talking about you know uh, guitar and that seems right. very very old. Well, maybe I I mean so I also I write and play um, original music as well and I play um, I'm, I'm mostly a guitarist and a singer but I, I I dabble in some bass and I dabble in some keyboards and I. Uh, you know, I can program some drums, even though I I can't really play drum kit very well. But I um, uh, but yeah, that that uh that last piece, programming drums. I mean, a lot of music nowadays is uh, you can yeah, you can create any instrument you want from your computer screen. So and there's right. the samples are really good, 
and the synthesized uh, instruments that mimic real instruments are even really good. And um, the, uh, so yeah, I don't know. The kids, I think, probably are doing more of that. Programming. It, yeah, they're using that technology to even a greater capacity than I can. But um, uh, but I'm familiar with a lot of it. I like self. Um, I'm I, I'm self producing uh, an album right now that um, recording and um, myself, and I'm gonna mix and master myself, and so it's going to. Um, yeah, I, I I guess that I guess that's what the kids do. I the making your own albums. That's, it is weird. That's to, pretty youthful. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, it is weird for me to think like of myself as a kind of a dinosaur. I guess because I'm like I. Sometimes it feels that way, right? Playing it. Playing. I think being a dinosaur a is weird. But <laughs> I think we we all have to to come to our own uh, kind of conclusions about that. But do you? But in feeling weird being a dinosaur, do you ever feel like a T Rex on stage? Awkward. Yes. Oh, like like small arms. Uh, small like, arms. Yeah. Not really knowing what you're doing, being the only dinosaur in a room mm-hmm. full of humans. You know, that's mm-hmm. yeah. That's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Sometimes being on stage can feel like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and I've I've seen like some musicians. I've seen shows where they're pulling these faces that seem absolutely reptilian to me, and you know the kinds of beats that they're using are. are utterly prehistoric and I, I i do not care for it um i you know we we killed the dinosaurs for a reason yeah um <laughs> we, we, we human humanity put their foot down on that one um now when i was asking about the youth uh, talking as a, as a really tapped in person what do you uh do you have any advice to young musicians <laughs> to help them Get the most out of their musical process. Something that you wish you would have known as a young musician. Oh. Um, um, not not oh. seeming like a lot. Maybe, is, is, have, am I getting that you haven't learned anything in the past <laughs> 15 well, years I don't of know being a what, musician? I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know what would be... I mean, it does feel like it's a different musical landscape in some ways so i'm like wonder you know i wonder if uh what if if it's if it's even my place to give advice mm. i don't i don't know I, well, what like, if we did a time travel scenario where you were right. going back in time to tell your younger self a piece of advice uh from I your time it, i think it would be ju- i it's it's so banal because i feel like and you know uh breaking the fourth wall here a little bit but i've bro- i've talked about this with you chris before that it's it's uh done i would tell my younger self to not don't be afraid to to make shitty stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> don't be afraid to make shitty music because right. uh because so often yeah that's the enemy of creativity is like worry and fear that you're um yeah worry and fear basically like you gotta you gotta loosen up and just try things just um, lower your standards just, just get in there and uh, yeah. and make some dino dino beats. Um, no, that's I think that's very important because I recently have been making some utter garbage, and I feel better about it already. Um, and I think that's something we can all aspire to. Uh, you know, sometimes we're just so focused on making good stuff, and mm. we just keep making good stuff. And you know, sometimes we got to go the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, let me let me ask you this. Um, 
and this is something I've been asking everyone, you've got all these skills, you've got your process, you're, you're, you've done this for a long time, you've got chops. How do you take yeah. those chops, those process, all the music in your mind? And, and this is important for me. How do you take all that and, and, and make money from it? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm still trying to figure that out. Okay. So, <laughs> I, I, um, I'm really lucky because I, I think I do better than a lot of people who are, um, when it comes to guitar, I like, I'm yeah. mostly self-taught, uh, when it comes to voice, I had like, I had kind of classical training as a, as a kid and sang in a lot of kind of more formal environments. So I, I have some, I have some kind of like formal music education, uh, which a lot of people don't. Um, I'm not even sure how much that actually helped me, except that it, it maybe got me slightly more comfortable than I otherwise would have been performing in uncomfortable environments. And for mm. people who might not be paying attention or might not be, you know, might be somewhat disinterested. And, um, that that was valuable i i learned at some point that you know uh people love the songs they grew up listening to and right. so uh nostalgia yeah their nostalgia is very strong and uh we uh there's all kinds of interesting even studies about this too i know i was reading something recently about um you know that it, that really formative years uh, you know there's a few years in our lives like when we're adolescents where the music you're listening to will just will get imprinted in your brain in a way that yeah, nothing and... else that nothing else will and so uh that runs you know depending on who i'm i do a lot of i do a lot of like uh year-based <laughs> gigs anniversaries uh retirements mm. uh 60th 70th birthdays i do like a fair a pretty fair amount of like 60th and 70th birthdays okay and so that's like um it's it's funny but i mean i've also done you know i've done i've done i think i can safely say i've done 20th 30th 40th 50th 60th 70th 80th 90th and 100th birthdays actually. wow so the um, whole range I've done, all yeah. the ages you've um, done you've done everything and i um so i've and you know there's i know music from all those eras so i know like music when i'm setting up a set list for say like at a 70th birthday i think i'm like all right how so like, what was what was being played on the radio when this person was like 17 you know and, I, and i'll just be like all right and i'll pick some stuff from that kind of era and that you, is sorry, i think you. that no that's that's how i make money that's how you that's how, so you you lean into the nostalgia yeah you 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 pander hard <laughs> and you know that's that's the cash cow and also what from from before it sounds like what you're saying is that a a, a history of classical training uh, prepares you for disinterest and <laughs> that that all tracks i'm i'm very curious yeah. though you, what you mentioned uh, just briefly before what on earth did you play for the 100 year olds party was it uh was it you know just drums this was uh no <laughs> was it just drums? was it yeah was it just a tribal historic yeah like, was it just you know boom 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 um, boom boom was that it was was that what was popular when they were 17 i mean who knows what the music uh back then was like no i i would uh i i played um i just found the oldest jazz standards i could find to be mm. honest i played 
I found some stuff from the 30s and um, and played some stuff from the 40s too. So it was like, um, yeah. Could they just, could they hear it or? Uh, I honestly don't know that. In that case, the she was a distance from me, and there were a lot of family. Mm. You know, I, to be honest, I think I was hired more for the family's uh, sure. sense of what was of what the day was about. I don't know if you get to hundred, I think you're lucky if you still if you still care about parties. <laughs> right. Yeah, you get to see everyone. Maybe who knows? With a, with a glaucoma at that at that age, it's it's tough. Um, well, that's absolutely fascinating. Um, Grant, this has been so informative. I feel like I've really been able to siphon a lot of a lot of valuable information to uh, kind of co-opt in my own process here. Mm, good. Um, now, uh, before we, we wrap up, uh, you are obviously a musician. You're, you're on the internet. Why don't you tell people where they can find you? So you can find me uh, at Grant Swift Music. Uh, that's my handle for all my social media accounts. And you can also go to grantswiftmusic.com to see my website. Um, I'm releasing original music that um, I I actually got sick with COVID last year and uh, wrote a couple songs about the ordeal. So um, I also made a music video to accompany one of those songs. You can find that all on my website. And um, I yeah, I encourage you to check it out. I'm actually getting ready to release a full studio album that I um, produced with some friends of mine in a, a great studio up in Boston called Plaid Dog Recording. And um, I... Uh, that album's going to be called First Elephant, and it's coming out in the next month or two. I haven't Ooh. decided on an actual release date yet. Um, that's kind of uh, going to be kept a secret for a little while, but um, I'm getting ready to release some yeah, original music. It's going to be kind of pop rock idiom, and I think uh, there's a little something for everybody. People are going to enjoy it. Well, that sounds really exciting, and uh, yeah, if, uh, we'll definitely drop this when the, uh, the the album is coming out, so we'll synchronize it. We'll have a lot of synergy happening, and if you can't wait till then, uh, definitely go check out GrantSwiftMusic.com. If you haven't uh, forgotten about the horrors of COVID yet, those songs will remind you. <laughs> um, that's what it's about. That's yeah. what it's all about. Well, thank you so much, Grant, and we'll see you all later. Thank you. Come on. The best. Please, check out Grant online. Check out Grant in person if, uh, if you're up to it. Uh, and, uh, you know, listen to his music. He's a fantastic musician. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank you for sticking with it. And I'll see you all next week. Adios. You've been listening to Tell Me Where I'm Going, a Let's Hear It production. To find out more, visit letshearit.network.